Your On The Mark podcast is loading now. The On The Mark podcast is sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company, family-owned dealership since 1915, 4th Street in Sunbury, and Sunbury Motors Kia, on Routes 11 and 15 Hummel's Wharf. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1 800 795 9565 or email on the mark at WKOK.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board. WKOK's live telephone talk show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe McGranahan is directly across from me and is probably going to just say no every time I say anything to the microphone because he is diametrically opposed to anything reasonable and common sense. Yes, I am. I'm opposed to all that. What? (laughs) (laughs) And now you're getting the week off to a wrong foot. (laughs) So, yes, there is Joe. We appreciate him coming in today. You know me. I hate common sense. Conservative government leader, businessman, uh, PAB broadcaster, Hall of Fame member, and just a super nice guy, unless you walk on his lawn, in which case uh, he'll yell... Get off my lawn. All right, that's his favorite activity. Uh, but beyond that, he's a decent fellow. I spend hours a day looking for someone trespassing. I'm, I'm sure you do. <laughs> I know you read books in the easy chair there so you can see out the bay window in case somebody sets foot on the corner you of your it. lawn. Don't take any shortcuts. I remember the day the postman t- took a shortcut over the corner of the grass to deliver them. I just, Holy smokes. I just barely tolerate the meter reader. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that is Joe. On the other side of the glass is Rob Center. And on the news line, with with us now is Bob Buner. Uh, he is a former Montour County District Attorney. He's an educator. If you happen to be one of the many municipal police officers in Pennsylvania who've received some up-to-date training on changes in laws, uh, you probably met Bob. He's also an active community leader around here. And were you in you, you Eagles? You forget his official title here. He's our senior legal correspondent. <laughs> right, senior <laughs> legal counsel, uh, or not counsel, but correspondent. Uh, were you an Eagle Scout also? I know you've seen many Eagle Scouts. I what I am an Eagle Scout. I, I I ever I don't use the past tense. Once an Eagle Scout, Mark, always an Eagle Scout. It's like being a U.S. Marine. I think yeah, similarly, although uh, we only have merit badges. <laughs> but uh, well, okay. Mark, you should mention your own achievement, Chicken Hawk. Chicken, that's me, yes. I, as a weeblow, I, that's as far as I got was chicken hawk, right? And then out the door they sent me. All right, well, Bob, thank you so much for calling. Sure. Boy, boy, just uh, so much going on. But one of the little uh, uh, things that just seems to kind of raise uh, a lot of hackles these days is the idea is that if you were present in Washington, D.C. last week, not getting arrested or going into the Capitol, just present at the rally, of course, Senator Mastriano got a lot of grief from some of his colleagues because of that. But now now we find individuals in their jobs getting scrutinized. Tell me about that when your free speech impinges on your right to keep a job at a certain location. Yeah, Mark, uh, a very disturbing thing has happened here in Pennsylvania in two locations. Uh, first, in the Allentown School District, the Allentown, uh, that school district is, uh, play, is doing an investigation, that was their word, Uh, to a teacher who merely attended the rally in Washington, D.C. And um, and secondly, in the North Hills area of of Allegheny County, north of Pittsburgh, in other words, uh, a police officer, again, who 
attended the rally and made it known he did, uh, is also under investigation and I believe is on administrative leave for the mere presence at a rally. Um, very, very disturbing. Um, and I, I think pot- potentially illegal and could uh, trigger some civil rights legislation because people do have a right to attend political rallies, even on popular ones or ones by a minority of people um, and to be subject to discipline for that is scary for I was thinking gee where do we take that next if I have a Joe Biden sign or a Trump sign in my yard and I'm employed by somebody who has a different view of my the candidate I support could I be subject to a discipline well with a logical extension of what's going on in the North Hills and in Allentown School District, you would think the answer would be yes. Very scary to those who cherish and love the First Amendment. Well, what uh, what was the theory? What would the theory be for uh, you know how holding an investigation? What do they expect to find that the well, person threw a yeah. bomb or what? Well, that's it. I, I think it's um, somewhat of a a pretense to say, well, if uh, you may have participated in acts of violence, which could, and I think properly, trigger a disciplinary action for someone who did that. Uh, but I, I think this is a very, and I think the theory is put him on administrative leave or some kind of suspension because while we investigate this violence, because we don't want dangerous individuals being police officers in the North Hills or teachers in Allentown. So they need the very investi- suspicious and su- I mean very suspect. So in other words, in the, for this business and for this school district, you are guilty unless, of course, the investigation proves you innocent. Yeah, I, I think you've hit the nail on the head, Mark. Um, and I understand that you know employers can make reasonable rules to limit political expression in the workplace. No problem with that. You don't want that to be divisive. Um, within the confines of an employee situation where you're, you know, from nine to five or whatever the hours of employment are. But what I do on my own time and who I support politically um, should be sacrosanct under the First Amendment. Well, if no one files a criminal, no, no law enforcement agency files any sort of charges against these people, isn't that prima facie evidence that they didn't commit a crime? Well, I think the school district would argue, well, it's under investigation, whatever that means. I, I don't know the actual numbers of people that attended the rally, but let's just say it was tens of thousands. Um, and the amount of people they're looking for is literally in the low hundreds. There would be a, almost a prima facie thing. Uh, the, the odds are m- the overwhelming majority of people that were there uh, in some kind of political protest, which is the highest form of protected speech under the First Amendment, we're not participating. You know, in other words, innocent until proven guilty. Well, this is just a symptom of even a larger uh, thing going on in the country. I look at what they're doing to Parler now, uh, and I can understand that Parler did have some uh, negative comments or some things that could be construed as uh, condoning violence, but their premise was free speech. So if we're going to have free speech, how do we draw the lines that abridge it? Where where would you draw the line, Bob? Well, I... Frankly, uh, I'm a free speech person, and as a Supreme Court justice once said, 
the way to combat opinions you don't like is with more free speech, not less. One of the things, uh, Joe and Mark, that I thought about uh, in terms of the Internet and these private companies uh, goes back to some lawsuits that were filed involving shopping centers, of all things. And um, people were protesting something in a shopping center, which is purely private property. And the courts looked at that and said, no, wait a minute, although it's private property, these shopping centers invite people to come in, and it becomes a like a virtual main street uh, in, a down, in a small downtown anymore, the, the way our shopping habits and businesses have evolved. And there were limited rights given to people uh, to protest in, in a shopping center, let's say. And I think the Internet is, a, in one sense, a modern-day shopping center. So, of course, it is. Uh, just ask Amazon. But I, I, I think that'll be an interesting thing. And, I, and obviously, we're in a very um, unusual legal areas when we talk about this stuff because it's never been litigated. Well, the difference here that I see is where they're talking about the potential that somebody could do something bad as opposed to the actual demonstration that they've done something bad. In other words, they took yeah. away the president's uh, Twitter account because they believe he might incite violence. Now, yeah, because he's, yes, because he said he was not going to in- uh, attend the inauguration of, of President-elect Biden. Now, come on, you guys know that's not, those aren't the tweets <laughs> that are in question. No, you know, that was, Mark, that was exactly one of the tweets that they, uh, that Twitter uh, used to justify um, removing him from Twitter. Absolutely was. <laughs> well, no, there were. There, uh, no, there was. Listen, I agree, and yet, but that was the one they cited. And what they said is, that's code for people acting violent toward the, uh, the inauguration of President-elect Biden because President Trump wasn't going to be there. Hey, don't worry, I won't be there, so you'll, you're, you're safe yeah. to... Uh, yeah, to and I won't either. I think I'll be virtually watching it. Well, these are dog whistles, aren't they, Bob? <laughs> sure they are, Joe. <laughs> All right. Well, let's talk about uh, I want to charge criminally President Trump with inciting that riot when people went into the Capitol. What are the criteria to uh, to follow the incitement charge, either federally sure. or in the state or local courts? Well, Mark, the, uh, there is no crime in Pennsylvania, in the Pennsylvania Crime Code, called inciting a riot. We have a, we have a uh, section of the Crimes Code called riot. Section 5501, and that talks about a person is guilty of riot, a felony of the third degree, if he participates with two or more persons in a course of disorderly conduct with the intent to prevent or coerce official action, or engages in um, fighting or other similar activities using force or firearms. So that's riot. Does it have to um, include use of force or firearms, or does you said at first it was just participation in something that was trying to overturn a peaceful riot? Is right. that what you're asking? About? I'm asking. Well, no, I'm asking where the line is drawn. Is that the well, line? It, it has to be um, the, the the underlying crime of disorderly conduct, which is engages in fighting, tumultuous behavior, things of that nature. It just can't be people walking down the street 
at a protest singing Kumbaya. Okay. All right. Or flailing their arms ultra wildly, but that's yeah. not a riot. That's not okay. it. Okay. And so there has to be two or more people engaged in this, in a, and they don't have to, uh, in a riot, one person doesn't have to agree to everybody else to do this. The fact that they are in, in doing this behavior is good enough. All right. And then what about incitement? Well, incitement in Pennsylvania, the word is solicitation. And uh, solicitation really is, um, I'm reading it here, a person is guilty of solicitation to commit a crime with the intent of promoting or facilitating its commission, commands, encourages, or requests another person to engage in that specific conduct. So the president would have had to know, actually know for sure, or at least thought uh, that the individuals would go to the Capitol and push their way in, and some would try to kidnap individuals in order for the president to be charged with solicitation. Yeah, you have to know what the consequences of your action, of your encouragement, etc., would result in. Well, uh, did and, he and do I, that? I, I looked at... Um, some commentary on that, and um, I looked to Alan Dershowitz, noted constitutional scholar, and Jonathan Turley, another uh, really renowned constitutional scholar, you know, top lawyers, law professors, and from the, what I read of their writings about this, and because they, they get asked about this, obviously, in the media, they do not think whatever President Trump did resulted in uh, some type of a incitement to riot. Now, on the other hand, Chris Christie, former governor of New Jersey, candidate for president, and also the U.S. attorney for New Jersey at one time, thought that, uh, thinks that President Trump's conduct is an impeachable offense. So you have a variety of um, opinions that come from disparate sources on this very issue. But in terms of a specific crime, I do not see that President Trump committed it as it's defined in criminal solicitation to commit riot. Well, we've heard all these terms thrown about on the liberal media and some on main, on uh, conservative media, you know, sure. sedition, treason. Uh, where do you stand on those issues? I mean, sed- that seems like a pretty high bar to me. Well, it is, and um, I just don't see, you know, you have to look at the words that the the person spoke to to the the actual words not necessarily the results if i encourage everyone to march on harrisburg to protest uh... governor wolf's uh, behavior in the rollout of the coronavirus vaccine and when the people get on the capitol steps in harrisburg they engage with the police I have not solicited anyone to do anything other than go down and protest. And again, political speech is the highest form of protected speech in our legal system. And it's given great deference uh, in, in the legal system. You know, in you, there are n- numerous Supreme Court cases on that point. But the president said... Go down there to the Capitol and give our Republicans the backbone they need to do the right thing and stop the stealing the election. The words to that effect. Yeah. Doesn't that go a little bit more beyond just saying, you know, sh- exercise your constitutional right to let the Congress know you're upset? 
I don't think so. If he said, go down there and tell those Republicans to um, do the right thing on my behalf, and if they don't agree with that, punch them in the nose, okay. or sit in their office, or go attack the Capitol Police to get inside there, that would be solicitation for riot. But what about... But to go to, you, know, the, the, you know, one of the fa famous phrases in political speech is, Send them a message, uh, you know, and again, I don't think that's solicitation. I want you to go down to Harrisburg or Washington and send those legislators a message that we won't tolerate the actions they're about to take. Well, I don't remember the exact words he used, but he certainly said some rather insightful things, in my opinion, about Vice President Pence, uh, indicating that he let everybody down, and some of the people sure. were actually going there yelling, hang Pence, and were looking for him. Yeah. So, I mean, isn't that, doesn't he bear some responsibility for that? Um, you know, it's, that's in the uh, ears of the person listening. Uh, I, I don't think, does he, the answer to your question is, of course he bears responsibility, but that's not the issue, Joe. The question is, can he be criminally charged for those words? Okay. Difference. Can he? I, does he bear responsibility? Sure. Um, it's really funny. I, I'd heard about this march on Washington, D.C., and I thought to myself, this is crazy. It's a waste of time. It's an exercise in fu complete futility. And I just... I don't want to say ignored it, but I went about my business during the day working on some legal cases, not giving it a second thought until I started reading reports about four o'clock in the afternoon of what had gone on and, and you know, and the behavior down there was, it was outrageous. But does he bear responsibility? Yes, but does he bear criminal responsibility? In my opinion, no. Again, I look at the specific words in the statutes, um, and and not just my gut feeling or what other commentators say. Is it feasible he could be civilly charged? If he can't be criminally charged, could no. uh, perhaps... No. Okay, so... His... President can't be civilly charged. There's, you know, there is no civil crimes code, uh, Mark. For What, what about for... Uh, uh, because of the deaths of one of the individuals, any one of the sure. six individuals who died either at the scene or thereafter, sure. uh, could his, uh, his slightly solicitous remarks be used to support a civil suit i i would doubt that highly um i don't think so i mean one of the guys that passed away was from bloomsburg of all places and he had a stroke so whether that was related to the march or just poor health you know we'll let others decide that but you know there was people who passed away from medical problems that may or may not be related to what went on they just could have been caught up in the moment of just the march itself and passed away. I mean, there was obviously a terrible crime committed upon a Capitol Police officer, horrendous. Um, a woman was shot inside the Capitol. That's terrible. It's a tragedy. So, All right, what about, others, the, what about the 25th Amendment then? All of this, yeah. again, no single thing probably says the president is uh, so unhinged he needs to be removed, but you sort of look at the, his collective body of work. <laughs> well, the answer to that is the 25th Amendment is really designed to cover medical or mental impairments in office and not as a shortcut to an impeachment. And um, that, I think, is what Nancy Pelosi is trying to do. And, you know, that's a, a political dis calculation on her part. Um, 
she wants to get rid of the president. She said that, and you know, she interestingly in October, when President Trump was receiving a steroid for uh, coronavirus treatment, she wanted uh, the Twenty Fifth Amendment used then for that purpose. So can you know? I don't know. You can take her as a serious because if he took an aspirin, she'd probably want the Twenty Fifth <laughs> Amendment invoked. Well, in this cancel culture that we're seeing right now, going back to your original uh, interest in the Allentown School District and the North Hills police officer, um, where do you see this leading, Bob? I mean, is, is it going to go anywhere if they try to fire them? it's just going to keep going and going and going. I see um, that there will be a, a, an actions to... Um, do harm to people that were in the Trump administration, people that worked for him in various positions, ambassadorships, cabinet members, sub-cabinet members, and uh, they've all, people have already stated that's what they intend to do to anybody who worked for the president. Again, a very slippery slope, to put it mildly. What about people who voted for him? You know, if you've been at oh. all vocal in supporting the president, are you going to face recriminations? Well, I think uh, I think people will try to get in the cancel culture, the shaming culture. Already saw a friend, a friend of mine on uh, Facebook the other day uh, sent me a thing saying he blamed me for everything that happened in the last four years. <laughs> okay. Well, All right. Like what? Huh? Oh, well, I'm glad that takes the rest of us off the hook, Bob. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I share the I, I shoulder the burden for 74 million other people, I guess. But well, that's just the way it is. Well, that's a relief. Okay, I'm sure people are happy about that. All right. What about uh, Congressman Keller and Congressman Muser uh, voted no during the certification of electors and helped participating in appeal because they thought the uh, the changes that were done by the governor and the secretary of state in Pennsylvania tainted the election to the point where they couldn't vote to support it during the certification of electors. They were just participating in the process that is set forth under the Constitution. Right, they're in the right there. They have a legitimate belief that something wrong was done, and they vote their conscience on that. That's just the way it is. I I don't get the, uh, the outrage. I think from what I was told by some friends, and again, that's, I, I won't reveal who they are, uh, but this was ginned up by a, a group called Occupy Democrats or some other group to go after congressmen. But interestingly enough, in 2004, Senator Barbara Boxer of California <laughs> voted the same way opposing President Bush. And no one was calling for her resignation or removal from Congress. I think it's it's just because somebody doesn't agree with how you want to uh, raise an issue. And I do believe in Pennsylvania that uh, people do raise a legitimate issue about what our Pennsylvania Supreme Court did. And ultimately, the U.S. Supreme Court is supposed to um, resolve what happened in Pennsylvania to see whether it was improperly done or not. And you know, we'll hear that in the next four to six months, probably. That's still, pen- that's still pending. But one it is of, still pending. One of our listeners says, listening to the words of Donald Trump Jr., adding them to the words of Giuliani, do they add up to something pretty specific? You know, and then add the, President Trump's words in there that it wasn't just him, it was those speakers who preceded him? Well, you can't blame what other people said on President Trump or uh, uh, what Ju- Donald Jr. or President Trump said. Oh, you can't put that on Giuliani. Um, again, I, should they be responsible for their words in a certain sense? Yes. Um, no problem with that. But 
is there a criminal violation here? I don't think so. All right, Bob, what's the obvious big question that we didn't uh, answer? Uh, whenever I talk to you on the phone, I, I'm always left thinking, oh, I left the big one on the table. What's another issue that I failed to address? What are the Steelers going to do with Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> next year? Oh, yeah. don't even bring that up. I'm All still right. heartbroken. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, um, to that we can get some answers. Yeah, and when, is Steve, when am I going to be back on the Steve Jones Show to talk about Penn State wrestling and football? That's In the other person. big issue. Well, I'll, I'll convey the availability. I'll tell them that you're ready and eager, and uh, they are wrestling, and they are certainly are playing basketball, so I'll let them know. Bob, yeah, well, we thank you so yeah. much for your help and Thanks, your information Bob. and walking us through some of these important topics. It's, it's, this sure. is big stuff we're addressing. Thank you, Bob. Take care, Bob. Well, my pleasure. See Thank you. Bob Buner, former Montour County District Attorney, educator, trainer, municipal police officers, community leaders. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. We are going to wrap up this segment of On the Mark. We will be back after the 9 o'clock news with more chat. We have one item from PennDOT. Route 35 is closed in the southbound lanes near Freeburg right now. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury. News Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark. Mark Lawrence and Joe McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome back. WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. If you have any comments, remarks, questions, or observations about the helpful information from attorney Bob Euner, please give us a buzz now. 1-800-795-9565. We really appreciate him helping to analyze some of this. Said that he didn't really see the kind of elements that are required for soliciting a riot uh, from the remarks of the president, either collectively or individually. Probably no civil impact uh, anticipated from his remarks, so you heard that. Now, we're going to have an excerpt of the... He also analyzed uh, what uh, the uh, unanswered questions of Congressman Muser and Keller and, uh, and probably a hundred other House members and a few senators uh, in asking that the election uh, be delayed while a commission examines the uh, various anomalies in various states, including and especially Pennsylvania. We have an excerpt of 
Mr. John Meckley's remarks, and we'll play that uh, coming up this morning where he talks about uh, Keller and Muser's uh, exception that they uh, filed during the certification of electors. So we'll do that. Uh, and you can call us about anything else. There's certainly lots going on in the world these days uh, at the Capitol insurrection by pro-Trump supporters and the many various groups that have been spawned by all of this, how Twitter and Facebook are uh, silencing the voices of these as fast as they can hit them. It's basically like a whack-a-mole situation, I'm sure, as fast as they can find these uh, violence-encouraging groups. They shut them down on their various platforms. So what's your view on that? They're not all violence-encouraging groups. Parler is a free speech uh, place. And yes, they haven't controlled all of the negative aspects of that of that free speech yet, but they are trying to, and I think eventually they will. All right, good for you. They shouldn't be taken down, in my opinion. You're a big parlor fan? <laughs> no, I, I don't belong to it. I have no intention of belonging right. to it. 1-800-795-9565 is uh, the telephone number if you'd like to talk about what Joe just uh, said. 1-800-795-9565. On the market, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Please check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You can email us at onthemarket.com, and you can do as... Uh, as, uh, at least one individual is done, and that's text us at 70236. We invite you to do what I do almost on a daily basis, and that's go to sunburymotors.com, look at their Ford, Lincoln, Kia, and Hyundai inventory, as well as the pre-owned inventory, which is hundreds of vehicles that are in perfect condition. Select the perfect vehicle for you. Get ready to purchase it online right from your home. Have them deliver it out front and have them say, oh, it's just another fakey from Lawrence. Uh, and then they sell it to someone else. But you can do it the right way. Uh, purchase it online. They'll deliver it to your house all clean and sanitized with the uh, driver in a bubble suit. And so when they hand it over to you, it's 100% uh, safe and sanitary. And you can find all that information on sunburymotors.com, or you can go down to North 4th Street in Sunbury, where I was yesterday, or the Routes 11 and 15 Kia dealership, and find out about the vehicles that they got there. They got uh, lots of brand-new vehicles, lots of pre-owned vehicles, Hyundai, Kia, Lincoln, cars, and uh, trucks, and they would just love to super serve you at the Sunbury Motor Company. So did you please. have your bubble suit on? I did not. No, no I just walked around the then periphery. Then you should be chastised. <laughs> well, I should be. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, some brief mentions of the news here. Motorists on Route 54 Continental Boulevard in Danville have delays starting tomorrow while North Shore works on the rail crossing there. Also, Route 11 northbound in the lower part of Snyder County going to have a slowdown between Juniata and Snyder County lines uh, starting today. Day. New jobless numbers were released on Friday, and Art Thomas, chair of the Greater Susquehanna Valley Chamber of Commerce, says there's really two things pulling down the local economy. One, of course, COVID's uh, impact on the workforce, and two, the fact that many local businesses can't find sufficient qualified help. We're seeing the pain beyond the disease, uh, the impact of it. I believe that locally we still have a shortage of qualified individuals that are needed for our businesses here in the Susquehanna Valley. You can hear all of his remarks on the WKOK podcast page. 200 new cases of COVID-19 around here. Northumberland County had 82 people test positive uh, recently. Union County, 65. Montour County, 36. And Snyder County, 43 new cases of uh, COVID-19. President Donald Trump says he's going to Alamo, Texas Tuesday to highlight his administration's efforts to curb illegal immigration and border wall construction. His decision to travel to the Alamo, named after the San Antonio 
Antonio Mission, where the small group of Texans fighting for independence against the Mexican government were defeated after a 13-day siege, served as a symbol of President Trump's, uh, will serve as a symbol of President Trump's defiance as he faces a uh, inauguration day that's right around the corner. All this happens while Representative Ilhan Omar wisely says she intends to officially introduce articles of impeachment against the president. Wisely, eh? Today. Editorial right. comment. Right, absolutely. You know, one of our emailers here, our Butterbread, our, our friend E.B., says the constant hand-wringing by conservatives over cancel culture is baffling. If you don't want to get canceled, it's actually pretty easy to avoid. Don't be racist, misogynist, homophobic, or in any way openly bigoted towards other people. Just be a good person, not a piece of garbage, and no one will want to cancel you. Be nice to other people. It's so simple. And yet this is from a man who has absolutely nothing ever good to say about <laughs> Republicans, the President of the United States, uh, members of the Republican Party, you know, but it's okay. We love and include everybody as long as they agree with us. Well, he the only people he carves out as exceptions to his love for other people are individuals who are racist. No, <laughs> racist, misogynist, homophobic, or in bigoted. any other way in any other way bigoted towards other people and his bigotry toward the president and Republicans is on you know, part of what he writes most of the time. Now, I'm not saying he doesn't have grounds for it, you know, as a good Democrat. He has <laughs> perfectly good standing for it. Like, oh, I forgot to remind you, Route 35 is blocked in the Freeburg area. But isn't morning. it, aren't, aren't we talking here about people coming together. Isn't that what Joe Biden's preaching, coming together? And yet here we have, you know, oh, let's You found a Democrat who's everybody. not listening to Joe no, Biden. No, I, I think we need to, I think we need <laughs> oh, to be brother. more accepting of everybody. President Trump should pay a price, absolutely, for what, what he said, and his actions do have consequences. I'm not arguing that. But Fred Keller and, and Dan Muser, Dan Muser was trying to help people. He was actually, what, blockading the doors and helping people get out. So why, why are we going to cancel Dan Muser? Why are we canceling Fred Keller? They're representing, at the time, the, the wishes of the people of their district. Who said cancel them? Well, I think that's what they're talking about here. With no, you're mistaken. Well, what are they saying? This then? is criticism about one of the recent decisions. They're well, saying they should be removed from office. They should resign. No, no, no. no. That, well, that's not what we, we had talked about John Mackley. That's not what he said. No, I know it's not what John said, but... All That's right. what others are saying. Okay, other okay. These <laughs> this nebulous others are raining down in the central Susquehanna Valley. We're supposed to get two to three inches of others in our valley tomorrow. Oh, you're so. very funny. Well, you know this unattributed others. All right, upper right hand corner, and then we got the caller. Said Mark, they're not shutting down certain individuals. What you said, if they're shutting down entire platforms, saying that minimizes the fact. Yes, parlor. Well, parlors not shut down. Parlor yes, it shut, is. No, they they completely shut them down. They took no. away their servers. You're not you're you're not telling a truthful statement. Parlor shut themselves down while they resolve the issues that Amazon. No, that and, is not true, Mark. Oh, Did you sorry. see the news this morning? Who can shut Parlor down? They took away their servers. Who? Uh, Google. Google took away their servers. And then other people, because Google and because uh, Amazon and um, uh, Apple. Um, took their apps off. Other people don't want to work with them now. That Joe. That is absolutely censorship. Joe, who owns Parler? I don't know the guy's name. Well, Parler owns Parler. Parler is shut down because of the deeds and activities that they've done, but they are perfectly willing to find other servers. Just because if you violate the terms of agreement that you have with the but companies... But they didn't violate them. 
Oh, Joe. They, come they, on. Mark, they accepted these people so in the you, first place. If you you have okay, this is ridiculous that you don't know this, but I'll explain it to you. If you sign up with Amazon to use one of their servers to host a site like Parler, they have, okay, that's fine. You can have this site that's ultra-conservative, but you can't have anybody inciting riotous behavior if you're going to use our server, and Parler says that's fine. So then they have nearly 100 people on Parler saying, let's go to the inauguration and riot, words to that effect. So Amazon says, that violates our server. So you can use any other server in the whole planet that you want to, but you can't use Amazon because except you violated nobody, the contract with them. Except nobody will sell them anything else. That's the problem. Well, who wants But here's, to, I agree with who, you. If, if, they, if they tolerated that kind of speech on their platform, they should have some kind of penalty. But they should, first of all, be given the chance to rectify the situation before you kill them. They received, In other words, it isn't death isn't the ultimate penalty for disagreeing Google with says them. they began the warnings. They've received dozens of warnings, and they started in October. How many months does it take you to resolve well, these then, issues? If they started in October and it was that bad, why weren't they removed months ago? Because they, you know, Google gave them the benefit of the doubt. Oh, so okay, but now on, they're you know, not going to give some... them the benefit of the doubt. No, Joe. I appreciate what you're saying. I think that's a closely held belief that you have. You you have almost fully 1% of the information about this. So your closely held belief that <laughs> Parler's just being randomly shut down by Google or Amazon completely false, just no, for your information. Or completely true okay. for your information. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, Joseph, you're on the mark. Thanks for checking in. Go right ahead. Yes. I, according to Declaration of Independence and the Constitution, I'd like to uh, stand up for all these people, the President and all those that, uh, so to speak, ride it down there, of their rights, okay, according to the chief author of these documents, these so-called sacred documents, was Thomas Jefferson. Am I correct? Yes, you are. He was the prime are. author of the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence. I want to just quote you what he said here in a few paragraphs. The Declaration states that all men are created equal and are given by their creator certain rights that cannot be taken from them. Among these rights are life, liberty, the pursuit of happiness. All power of government belongs to the people. No government can exist without the consent of its citizens. The citizens create governments to protect them in their rights. If the government fails to protect their rights or attempts to destroy their rights, the people have the further right to abolish, or excuse me, to alter or abolish that government and set up a government that will do its duty. Now, I looked up that word abolish. I think I know what it means, but I wanted to look it up. And it says to do away with, and then I looked up the synonyms of abolish, and another one of the ten synonyms the dictionary gave me was annihilate. So what Thomas Jefferson did was what started the shot that was heard around the world at uh, Concord Bridge in Lexington, and blood was shed to overthrow the government of King George III to protect their rights. So what President Trump did by inciting this riot, if he did, and it sounds like he did, is the same thing that Thomas Jefferson said, go ahead and do, abolish it. 
And so that's what was started down there, as far as I can see in this uh, document of Thomas Jefferson. But here's the so pro- here's the Joseph him, uh, Joseph here's Tom, the here, Tom, Joseph 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 hello Joseph inflammatory words abolish Joseph. Here's the problem with what you're saying. You know, the, at that time, the overwhelming majority of the people of the United States who were colonists believed that the, this was a tyranny on the part of the King of England. But here we have one guy, one political organization, his organization, that believes something's wrong. We can't have people arbitrarily deciding they're going to overthrow the government just because it's Tuesday and they don't like what happened. Yeah, but it's 75 million people. It's not just some tiny group. And uh, but the 70... average colonist was tickled to death with this, and they even erected bus of George III. But there were certain people, Samuel I have Thomas Jefferson, Paul Revere, uh, and these men that wouldn't let it rest, by the way, these were all Freemasons, and threw $175,000 worth of tea in the Boston Harbor and started this revolution. And it was started not in a peaceful way. It was started with arms of force to overthrow the government of King George III against foreign uh, dom- enemies, foreign and domestic. So what President Trump did and what they did, and if you look at the pictures, of, uh, it looks like scenes of George Washington crossing the Delaware River. <laughs> waving their flags down there and trying to overthrow the government. What's this government doing? What's Congress doing? They're sending our money to foreign governments, even to Iran that hates us. And and uh, uh, and if, if, if this election, which President Trump and these men believe, was uh, frauded, then they had the perfect right to do what they did, according to Thomas Jefferson. They had the perfect right to do that. That's not. That's what I, I I look at the Constitution and the Declaration as saying. Now I'm not for that. I as again as a born again believer and in the Savior, I could not take up arms, and I, I I'm not for it. I'm just saying our rights as citizens of the United States have that right to abolish that government, according to Thomas Jefferson. Even if the majority of the people of the United States disagree, as in well, this case again, they do. Uh, look your history up. Only one third of the colonists wanted a war with Britain. One-third, two-thirds were against it. These were merchants that traded with Britain, and they were making their money there, and they were happy with George no. III, where he dropped all the taxes, but the tax on tea. One, and that would just show, to show the colonists that he had the rights to, to do that. One-third of the colonists were opposed, one-third were in favor, and one-third just wanted to go on with their lives. <laughs> Which means they're opposed to overthrow. All right, yes, thank right. you so much, Joseph. Really appreciate the call. Thanks, you for the clarification. All right, one 800 We'll take a quickie break. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years.
Hi, welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. We are so lucky. We have patient callers who are willing to wait. And Mike, uh, you are the most patientest of them all. Go right ahead. You're on the mark. Yeah, I have some uh, comments about things that I saw in the news recently. But before that, I just wanted to say, listening to Bob Buner, is that the name? Yes. You, that was about one of the most refreshing uh, segments I've ever heard on your show, and I appreciate him being on there and you guys having him. And then the previous caller, uh, I don't, I can't recall his name, but he, he talked about giving money, our Congress giving money, and our president, uh, uh, previous president, giving money to Iran. And I would have to say that is funding our enemies. I mean, I would, <laughs> is, if there's anything that could be called treasonous, funding Iran, who, you know, who chants death to America, boy, oh boy. Okay, so here's what happened to me. I turned on the TV to watch the weather, and I uh, inadvertently saw several news items scroll across the uh, TV. And I thought they were significant, and I just want to comment on them quickly. Uh, two Seattle police officers under investigation for being in Washington. Okay, so I, you know, I, you go to Washington, and, and now you're under investigation just because you've been there is the message I got. Rachel Levine announces an ex- extra $300 a week for unemployment. Okay, it's supposed to start today. Well, why didn't that start earlier? Was it was the uh, Democrats holding back that one billion dollars that they had in pandemic money, and they decided now to finally give it out that Trump's got himself in hot hot water? I don't know. That's the question I ask. I think it was because then the president the, wanted to uh, revise the uh, CARES Act that had been approved in the House and the Senate, but he wanted more money, so they took it back and revisited it, but it didn't pass. But during that discussion, I believe that's what delayed the jobless benefits. I know unemployment. Workers went for either one or two of these unemployment compensation weeks without the extra three hundred dollars. Okay, so uh, you know, I, I understand unemployment, and I have to say that if somebody wanted to give me an extra three hundred bucks uh, a week, I would gladly take that. Okay, but the, you know, is the message, hey, vote for Democrats, and you're getting three hundred bucks extra a week? That, that's my thing, especially when there's numerous large corporations that are running ads. I even got a flyer came to my house asking me if I wanted to work for Hershey Corporation with benefits that started on day one. So, you know, hey, there's some opportunity out there. Then the next crawler uh, item on the news there when I was watching the weather, vaccinations fallen well short of 2020 goals. Well, you know what? Why didn't they add? There wasn't even supposed to be a vaccination in 2020. So how could we fall far short of the goals, which I'm being a little facetious there. And another one, FBI warned people they they met with extremists and warned them not to come to washington well if you take the time to go out into the country and search out extremists and say hey don't come to washington don't you think that they should have been pretty darn well prepared for what happened down there so basically it should be saying hey who dropped the ball and then finally the next item came across they talked about far right-wing republicans well you know what i've never seen far left-wing democrats on any news of any type except maybe Fox and because they're all called progressives. So all I'm saying is folks out there, there's a narrative that the mainstream media and the Democrats want you to follow. Everything that you see and hear, stop and think about it. 
Good points. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, the FBI. Well, and I think uh, there's just going to be a lot of second-guessing about what was the appropriate response. Yeah, we heard that th- over the weekend that the FBI had told certain individuals and or right. groups to stand down and skip their opportunity to come to Washington. And according to the reports, those individuals who were contacted did not come to Washington. But that doesn't mean that you can't, you know, that, that you can't get ready anyway. And I think that's your point, that since they knew that some individuals, you you know about some individuals that are going to go cause trouble in Washington, well, then you should assume that there's some others that are going to come to Washington and cause trouble that you don't know about. Exactly. I mean, I'm, I was just absolutely flabbergasted that in this situation, or any situation, access to that facility was so easy. I mean, come on. Yeah. I mean, we're look, look at you. Look around the, in, in the cities after you know the uh, terrorist attacks that we had, you know, at the beginning of the century. You know, places are are really locked down to get into. I mean, you go to Williamsport and you can't, you just can't even go into like a stockbroker's office without getting authorization. I mean, you just don't walk in places in these cities anymore. And to to be able to walk into a, basically walk into a government building with such ease, especially especially when everybody should have been on guard for violence because let's face it the fbi doesn't take the time to search out these people and say hey don't come here and give them a warning if they're not thinking so did the fbi fail to tell people to beef up security or the were the people told and they decided they didn't want to beef up security because i did hear the, the mayor say well if we would have brought the guard in ahead of time it would have made things you know kind of confusing for people Good points. Yeah, I think there is a big review underway of what went wrong in terms of having adequate protection underway. And there's a, a lot of finger pointing already about who was unprepared and who wouldn't respond quickly and who did respond. And so, yeah, to be continued. All right. Thank you so much, Thanks, Mike. Mike. Yeah, Appreciate thanks your call as always. Checking in. Uh, Van is next in line. Good morning, sir. Thanks for calling in. Good morning. Hey, just following up with Mike said there, what I heard, the, the doors were opened and the people were actually left into the Capitol building. So that's that's another thing to look at. But the reason I called is basically just the attack on freedom of speech. And I know, Mark, you're arguing like, you know, something that's put on the web to incite or, you know, violence or whatever should be taken down. I agree with you 100% on that. But the, what we're seeing done is we're seeing a, a whole web site or like parlor that's completely taken off why wasn't facebook and twitter completely taken off now there's there is an attack on the right with the viewpoints on the right and 99.99 percent of the people on the right are not violent they're not going to go down and you know i think antifa was involved in what went on down at the capitol and some other people just got caught up in the mob mentality but i've if you're aware of this or not, uh, a man by the name of Brandon Straka, he's the one who started the walkaway movement. His Facebook and Twitter account has been locked. There's the Hodge twins. They're a couple of guys that they're uh, basically political satires, and they've been they had their TikTok account deleted. So we're seeing stuff on the right being pulled down. So do you think that's okay? 
Well, I don't think it's ideal, but they're private businesses, you know. So, like, if you go into you know Bob's Tire Shop up the street and you say, "Look, I want forty-two inch tires put on my truck," and they say, "Well, we don't do that. You will have to take your business elsewhere." That's their prerogative to not do business with you if you want them to do something exceptional that they don't wish to. And Facebook and Twitter and Parler and Amazon and Google are those. They're private businesses. They do what they wish to do. You realize you've just completely flip flop on an argument you made some time back with respect to a group of bakers who didn't want to bake a cake, a specialty cake for gay for gay couple. Let, let Van talk here. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, you don't like to be reminded of that. Well, if you want to talk, <laughs> listen. If you want to tell me about my flip flop, let's do that when Van is done. Okay. Well, that's that's exactly the point I was going to bring up because it's the same thing, you know. But we're, what we're seeing now, and and maybe the people on the left are happy about this now, but. As it proceeds, and and again, this is all the globalists coming in and doing this stuff. They want to take America down, and we're going to see the collapse of America. And with the money that's being given away for unemployment and just all the money leaving out of this country going to other countries, we don't have the money to give away. They're going to destroy the economy. They're going to devalue the dollar, which they've been doing that over time, and we're going to see a total economic collapse. There are food lines in America but we're not seeing that on the mainstream news. There's a bunch of food lines. People have have no money, and it's it's turning into a mess. And as far as like like you bring up about you know not having this stuff on on the internet or whatever. What about pornography? Uh, Tucker Carlson brought up a good point yesterday. He said about child pornography. You know, Google is the one that has this stuff on it. And people email this stuff to one another, the, the pedophiles and people that are into that stuff. And when the police find stuff, they find that on their computers, and that's because it's on the web. Why is that allowed to be on the web? Why isn't that pulled off? So what I see, this is just an extreme attack on conservatives. When you have the president removed from Twitter and the president of Iran still has a Twitter account, the Ayatollah <laughs> over in Iran still has a Twitter account and they're saying death to America, death to Israel. Is that inciting violence? Should that be on there? But it's left on there. So the hypocrisy is is just so blatantly obvious. Well, they're political private organizations. They have an agenda. They have an interest. They have a board of directors that's pushing them in one direction. It's their prerogative to allow anyone they wish to and to disallow anyone they wish to. And that's okay with you. Well, I don't think it's ideal. No, no, but I'm not one of their board members or stockholders or, uh, you know, I don't have a stake in it or I don't have a say in it. I I suppose I have a stake in it because I have a Facebook. But they they get away with not being regulated because they claim they just pass along the messages. When they start editing the messages, they become publishers and they should be liable for the content of what they publish and what they do. And they're trying to avoid that. They want their cake and they want to eat it, too. All right, Van, we'll give you the last word. Go right ahead. Another thing, and, uh, and I, I believe globalism is on the rise like never before, and, and we're going to see the Great Reset take place this year. We are seeing globalist companies like uh, Walmart you know, and McDonald's, Wendy's, all these, all these companies that are, are worldwide, they aren't shut down during this pandemic. They're allowed to operate you know, full, full tilt, wide open, and get all the business they can while the mom-and-pop shops close up and dry up and blow away and doesn't seem like anyone really cares. And we're headed for, like Joe Biden said, a dark winter. We're headed for a lot of dark years ahead if these liberals get in 
and take over, do away with free speech, and that's exactly what's being done away with, free speech, because you cannot have an opinion that's different than the left. Hey, Van, thank you for your All comments. Right, we're cut, we appreciate we're, it. We're cutting you off now, Van. <laughs> right. well, you, you've had I, your three I, minutes. Because you're out of time. That's why, though. All right. Thanks, Van. Appreciate your comments, thank as always. Thank you so much. Yep. 1-800-795-9565. Stand by, Chris. We will be right back. When it comes to car buying, there's the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle is worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way? The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. Welcome back to the KOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark Joe. Some texts and emails. Please. Yes, one of our texters says, yes, Mark, the tech giants in collusion with each other have shut down Parler with lies. Hey, Mark, why does Twitter still continue to allow the Chinese communist propagandists to, and their Iranian leadership to remain on Twitter when they call for the destruction of other countries? The hypocrisy on the left is disgusting. A terrible comedian puts a photo of her holding the, uh, the uh, decapitated head of President Trump and still remains on the platform. That's pretty violent and inciting, and that's inciting violence to me. And then uh, Mike is 100% correct. The mainstream media is pushing a left-leaning narrative, and it's all about trying to control what people see, hear, and think. And do you want to get a call now, or I'll read the email? Okay, uh, the email. In the wake of the insurrection last week, there's something important that got lost and needs to be emphasized. Democrats now control everything. We won the presidency, held the House, and took the Senate. Make no mistake, this was a massive repudiation of Trump and a GOP that has chosen to endlessly aid and abet him over the last four years. And I don't just mean the obvious traitors like Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley. This was also a repudiation of local reps like Dan Muser, Fred Keller, and David Rowe, who have shamelessly worked to overturn the results of a free and fair election. They may have won their own races, and it's funny how there was no election fraud there, but they will certainly share in blowback that's already started. Now that the Dems control everything, we can start to fix the damage created by Trump and the GOP. We can expand the Supreme Court, expand universal health care, and maybe even enact sensible gun control laws. With Trump about to leave office, America truly can be great again. All right. Uh, Chris, you're the next caller. We do have some callers behind you, so we can't stay on the line. Oh, for... you can't. I can't ramble on him with nonsense the way the last few callers have. <laughs> you can. Eh? You just have to keep it to three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm stuck to three minutes. Yeah. Well, they're, they're so, boy, what a right-wing crazy show you're having today. Mm-hmm. Right, and they all and got their Fox says, funnels Oh, good points. Good point. They are. Good point. <laughs> 
So what do you think? Anybody who makes a good point on the right, that's that's bad. But anybody who makes a good point on the left, good points there, but not many. But you said a yes to all of them. Well, I think they're they're worth considering. Maybe I know that the, uh, you on the left don't think anything from the conservatives is worth considering, but I do. I, no, that's nonsense. You can say more John nonsense if you want. Go ahead. I interrupted you. Oh, no, you're doing so well on your own. I don't want to stop you. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. But there, well, first of all, uh, I've seen the food lines on mainstream media all the time. Right, I don't happens. see where they're hiding any information there. Yeah, how do we and, how do we know about them if they're if they're not depicted yeah, in the media? I, uh, they, well, they have a secret group that only reports the right wing news and the, the the real news. You know. Oh, okay, sorry. And that's how they know. And, just, and let's say, take the election. What was all this about? The election. Nothing. Nothing's really fouled up about the election. Do they admit that ever? No. In fact, there was uh, really uh, all but one representative, Republican representative of Congress, voted to overturn the, the, the to choose new electors to not allow our, the Pennsylvania electors, and and one of them had even been telling Trump that the election was good and and fair. But he voted, too, that way. Did you happen to see the letter that Congressman Keller sent to constituents with respect uh, when, when they questioned his decision to oppose the um, um, certification of the electors? Did you happen to see that? One of, uh, our, one of our listeners sent it to us, and he makes a very, very um, realistic point. He's just talking about the very narrow things that he opposed, and they all have to do with the Supreme Court and the governor and the yes, constitutional issues. Yes, but doing it after the fact is ridiculous. Overturning a whole election for something that was a miserable few number of votes is ridiculous. Right. I agree with it, you on that, it, Chris. It, Honest, I agree with you on yeah, that. Yeah, I know you agree with me on that. And I, so, what? What? What's the point of doing it? Turning over the whole election to what? So the Republicans in the House can vote that for Trump. Well, I don't think and, it would have. Uh, and the state house can dis- change the electors of Trump. But Chris, if That's they decertify, if they decertified Pennsylvania's electors, Joe Biden would have still won. It wouldn't have mattered. It, and. The, the thing to do is, if you don't like like that, you take it to court. They took it to court and they lost. No, they didn't lose. They took it to the Supreme Court. They lost in the state Supreme Court, but now it's before the federal courts. Right. And that's their so right. The, the court the, the court has to rule on it yet, right, though? Right, they do. And they haven't so, yet. Yeah, so uh, because we think this future ruling is going to go this way, we should disallow the election? No, I don't uh, think I don't we think so. Reverse the reverse, what it is. I mean, Fred, tell Fred that's that's stupid. But it wouldn't have made an impact, even if they had done it, even if they had succeeded in getting them thrown oh, out. But it would massage Trump's ego, and this is what that. Well, is I, all what about. I'm saying to you is, I don't Based understand on Trump's lies that the election was unfairly decided. What I'm saying, it's though, not Chris, about what he's saying is about is about as I pointed out in his letter in the in the in the daily item the other day 
Chris, uh, what, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying is that I don't. Th- I think it was a waste of time to try and uh, decertify Pennsylvania's electors because it wouldn't have made any difference. But if that's the only way they could have, you know, registered their protest, sending a message. Yeah, they're sending a message. I, I don't have any problem with that. The Democrats did it in the last three elections where Republicans uh, were mm, elected. Well, redefine what you mean by did it, though. Well, they they protested you the electors. Had one or two representatives who objected to one or two one state in each election, and that was it. And no senators uh, signing on. So that's one or two people out of the five hundred. Whereas so, the Republicans, two thirds, two uh, two thirds of the Republicans in the House. Voted for stuff like this, so it's a so, matter of degree, we're huh? To say the Democrats are the radical. The no, Democrats I'm not saying they're the radical. Party. No, I'm not saying they're radical. What I'm saying is they went after what they thought were their rights in court. They they proceeded to do what they thought they legally were entitled to do, and that's what Fred Keller and Dan Muser and the Republicans did. You know, are they right or wrong? I don't know, but I do know oh, that they have on. the right to do it. I, I don't think the result that they asked for was fair. It's, yeah, throwing out the electors on on no, I don't think, technical I don't, issues. I don't think that was fair. And you know what the the, the whole argument is? Is that uh, in the United States Constitution it says the state legislatures decide how they're done, and then the state legislatures right. pass laws saying how it's done. Ding. <laughs> and right, Chris. And then thank you. And then, but. Who has control over whether laws are proper or that emergency situations might need some changes? The Chris, governor we got to move on. And the secretary <laughs> of the, the governor and and the secretary of state. There, there, are no pro- there are no provisions in the law for emergency situations to cancel laws. I hate unless to, you declare martial law. Hate to cut off a good liberal like this, but uh, Chris, we got to move on. Thank you so much for calling. Thanks, in. Chris. Thanks, yeah, as always, Bye. fun Thank to you. talk to you, Chris. All right, Sunbury Motors is the place to go with your vehicles busted. They got the quick lane on North Fourth Street in Sunbury, where they specialize in all types of service on vehicles, state inspections, nitrogen for tires. They'll pump you up like they pump me up with nitrogen. Now my tires are going to last longer and run cooler and less temperature and tire pressure change between spring to summer and summer to winter and so on. And uh, they are also going to make sure that those uh, tires uh, stay properly inflated all year round uh, thanks to the nitrogen. But they also have an alignment shop. they got a body shop. they got a towing truck shop. Uh, they got a parts shop. And they got every shop you need down there at the Sunbury Motor Company or on Routes 11 and 15, the Kia dealership. And they'll take extra wonderful good care of you. If you got a vehicular need, they got a vehicular opportunity for you to be super served by the Sunbury Motor Company. It's a rare opportunity for one business to take care of all of the needs that exist within an industry, but the Sunbury Motor Company has the market cornered. Prices are very reasonable on new Lincoln, Ford, Kias, and Hyundais, and pre-owned inventory is literally perfect. I've been on their website half a dozen times lately looking at a new Ford F-150, and pretty soon we're going to pull the trigger, and we're gonna, <laughs> Joe's going to be so oh, relieved I can't when believe we do. <laughs> all right, so please go to Sunbury. SunburyMotors.com. We'll be right back.
the other guy's way, and then there's the SMC way. The other guys force you into a vehicle you really don't want. The Subway Motors way lets you take the time you need to browse, ask questions, and take the test drive and think on it. For over 100 years, the Merth family and all their employees have made your experience the most pleasant one you'll ever have. The other guys won't offer you the best price for your trade, no matter how much they say they will. The SMC way is their promise to provide you with the most money the market shows your vehicle's worth. The SMC way is to offer you all applicable factory rebates on new vehicles and generous discounts. Looking for a pre-owned vehicle? The SMC way checks each vehicle in a 200-mile radius to determine the lowest price, then beat it. It's the lowest price promise, just part of the SMC way. The choice is up to you. The other guy's way or the SMC way. The SMC way wins every time. Sunbury Motors Company in the North 4th Street Auto Plaza, Sunbury, and at sunburymotors.com. Selling more cars and satisfying more customers for over 100 years. All right, we do have an email from Robo. We're going to read that tomorrow. So that's on the agenda, first thing in the morning. Al, thank you for waiting. You are on the mark. Good morning. Uh, I've called mainly about two things, but then I was listening and I wrote some more bullets down. Uh, Kathy Griffin's picture of President Trump being all bloodied up and beheaded and her holding him by his hair. Right. That still was on. After taking everybody else down, that still was allowed on. And, and I think I want to stick to two things because that one is very, very offensive to me and to everybody that ever saw what happened to John the Baptist. Um, very, very insidious. Well, but and, I don't think there are many people Iran, around who saw that. But Iran, wasn't, uh, isn't. Twitter, or who, well, I guess you could find it on Twitter or Facebook. Aren't they sort of liberal-leaning? So, of course, that would still be permitted, while uh, conservative uh, extreme messages would not be permitted. Exactly. Well, that's that's my whole point. They're a private company. They they make up well, the rules as they go along. The conservative one, Parler. Right. They took down Parler. Well, Amazon owns the servers, so they took them down. But Parler will easily find another that's set of servers. That's the problem when you when you're dismissed and you can't put your opinion out, but the other side can put their opinion out. That's a problem. And then the next one was the Ayatollah uh, saying death to America. That's still up. Now that's against everybody: Democrat, Libertarians, and Republicans, and um, the everybody. Maybe again, I'm not. I'm not carrying their water or making excuses for them. Maybe they figure it's better for us to know that there's individuals overseas that hold that opinion, and we're not enriched by it, but we're better informed if we know. But then that again, the conservative one can't be left up. It has to be taken down. <laughs> but, then, but they're a liberal group, so they don't want any U.S. Liber- conservatism displayed. They only want U.S. The, the liberalism. Reagan, there is no conservative, and the conservative used their platform, and they were taken away. Parlor, gone. Right. And a lot of people use that for business. There was like 30 million people that are on that, and a lot of them use it for their business. Okay, so, so like if you had a painting business or something, you would put up there Al's painting on Parlor. You would have a site that showed some of your best houses and so on. I I had never not finished the contract, and that brings me to my next subject. Um, 
the Constitution. Whenever you break the Constitution, it's always wrong. And that's what happened in five of the states, that they were just going to send the legislators back and say, take a look at this for us. But we were dismissed. And Pennsylvania could have been one of them. Arizona would have been another one. Michigan, Wisconsin, Nevada, and Georgia. Which, if you would change the electors in those, the... the uh, the election would have been swung the other way. All right, but it was dismissed. We got another caller waiting. Here, we got to move on. Here's the thing. Even the ACLU is warning of unchecked power of Twitter, Facebook, after suspending President Trump. Even the ACLU oh my gosh. is worried about if it. You can take down the President of the United States. You can take down anybody. That was on my note from Friday. Yeah, well, that's right, true. Gotcha. That's All right, true. Thank you so much, Al. I wasn't on quite three minutes yet because I'm timing it. And I think you ought to go back for the three minutes. Because it's informative and enlightening. All right. Actually, we had three forty-three. Al, <laughs> our timer says four minutes, so we got to we got to get another caller going here. Mike, you're on the mark. Hey, good morning. Um, I won't be more than one minute. I oh, think no. I think your some of your callers may and your listeners should look into the history of our relationship with Iran. My understanding is that back in the fifties, the American CIA in England overthrew an elected government. I think the guy's name was Mosaday. Uh, they overthrew him and they took the got control of the oil and they put in the Shah of Iran, who for a long time tortured and murdered the Iranian people. And then we got the Ayatollah. So I, I, I kind of think they have a, a, a decent reason to be pissed at us. And the money we gave back to them. And my understanding is it was their money. So I think they should look to see what, and it's not just Iran. We've been doing this kind of game-changing stuff all over the world. And, I'm, you know, I love America, but when they do something like that, I, I don't really support that. If somebody elects whatever, uh, a Democrat, a Republican, a Socialist, a, I don't care. They elected that person, and we should deal with them up front and not go in and try and and, and change everything, especially when you put in leaders who are going to cut down their population. So thank you, and have a great day. Thank right, you, too. Thank you. Yeah, and I think you'll, you'll hear a little bit about that uh, tomorrow. We'll play an excerpt of the remarks of John Meckley, who was on the Sunrise show, where he talks about the fact that he strongly disagrees with uh, Congressman Keller and Congressman Muser's uh, no votes, even though they may have valid um, and firmly held beliefs about the outcome of the Pennsylvania election and the way it was conducted, you know, these okay. four or five talking points, or not talking points, these four or five important points that they say are unconstitutional. Uh, Meckley's view is that that's, that's been adjudicated in the in Pennsylvania because of the Pennsylvania Supreme Court, that they, they are the decider. Now, they may be Democratic-leaning, and so therefore he may not uh, trust their decision, but they are still the deciders. Can we go to free speech for a minute? Yes, please. Kate Ruane, a senior legislative counsel at the ACLU, said that the Trump to suspend Trump from social media could set a precedent for big tech companies to silence less privileged voices and said, you know, basically that they they did the wrong thing. That's the ACLU. Okay. So now, do you agree? <laughs> I don't know. I have to think about that viewpoint. But uh, you know, this this idea that once you're a private company, you can pick or choose your politics and then ask all your users to stay in compliance with you. But if you invite everybody in the front door, you've got an obligation. This is WKOK Sunbury.